Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Constitutionalist. I'm your host, Amodon. I'm Charlie556. And we are happy, as always, to be here. Before we get going, just want to let everybody know, please check us out on YouTube at Constitutionalist71. If you want to drop us an email, you can do that at theconstitutionalist71 at gmail.com. You can always find us, this program, wherever you get your podcasts at, and as already mentioned, on YouTube. If you do on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and share. It helps us out and gets the word out a little bit. Charlie, how are you doing today? I'm cold. <laughs> You're cold. It is cold on the mountain. It is chilly, yeah. Had some yeah. crappy rain all day. You've uh, been on the road all night? Yeah, I heard the Midwest is going through a, well, it went through a, a little bit of a snowstorm last night. That's right. So I think yeah, as you know, my daughter is in uh, Colorado and... Uh, Oh, man. She told me that <clears throat> they had quite a bit of snow. First snow of the year and more to come. Oh, yeah. It's just the beginning. Speaking of storms. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Is it a poop storm? <laughs> yes. Uh-oh. And then after that, I began the show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so just scanning the headlines as always. You know, we do this probably like you several times a day. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, We've refrained a little bit from talking about uh, anything having to do with Israel. Not on not on purpose, only like we said before, it's kind of the same old, same old. However, we've had some hostages finally being released. Did we? Yeah. So the first time, which it's only been over this weekend, I say the first time, it was Saturday. So Saturday, apparently, there was, oh, how many? There, it was like 13, wasn't it? I think it was that low. was, I think it was... On Saturday, I believe it was 26. Okay. And then in exchange for those 26 Israeli hostages to be released, the Israelis had to release 78 Palestinian prisoners. And so far from yesterday and today, those numbers are so off base like that. Yeah, I'm not a great mathematician, but that (laughs) does not seem balanced at all. And they said that from the get-go that it wasn't going to be balanced. Like, basically telling, I guess that's the outstanding deal that Qatar had uh, negotiated. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, with their buddies, Hamas, that uh, the numbers are always going to be like that. It's going to be more Palestinians, or let's just face it, it's going to be more Hamas prisoners than... uh, Israelis right on right. this on this release deal crap deal but anyway so today there were 17 hostages released by Hamas including only one American who was a four-year-old girl and unfortunately she had witnessed her parents being murdered by these terrorists same ones that were holding her for the last what 51 days yeah, I believe 51 or days yeah <clears throat> now crazy. look while it's horrible that any hostages still remain, the fact that only one American was released speaks volumes about the view that other nations have of the United States right now. In just a few short years, the lacking one, Joe Biden, has just single-handedly dismantled the U.S. as a force to be reckoned with and pretty much transformed us into a force to be laughed at. Oh, yeah. And and that is precisely why Trump was, you know, rightfully criticizing Biden on Saturday, because on Saturday, zero American hostages were released. And um, that's what he was asking. Why? How right. is it that, how are you as a president going to sit there 
and allow not one single American hostage to be released. But they all give each other the pat on the back, though. Oh, man, oh, my team's been working on it. Yeah. We're all, oh, you know, so big hugs. Yeah. And- no, look, it, it is not to minimize. I'm, I'm glad that people are being released. But I think they have, what, 200 and... 40 yeah, or something that's, like that. And that, that's what I meant, like the situation as a whole. I mean, even yeah. Israel, like how, I mean, yes, they, it's a good thing that some hostages are being released, but let's face it here, they're, they're getting not only the short end of the stick, but there's a big old Hamas turd on the end of theirs. Like th- right. this. Uh, what? <laughs> well, you know, and, and the thing is, this hostage swap of, because uh, I, I believe today it was, like I said, it was only 17. Look, you're talking about 17 scared non-combatant Israeli, one American, some Russians, some Thai nationals. Right. These are not combat no, yeah, you know, people. Yeah, these are scared, hungry, tired, probably abused physically and emotionally citizens. In exchange for 39 today, Palestinians, most likely terrorists, who are going to be right back on the Gazan streets. You know, meanwhile, our military continues to be attacked even during this prison or it's not prisoner exchange even during this hostage exchange thing our guys in the middle east by iran at different bases throughout the middle east are being attacked oh yeah um all the while at least up to 150 times now right with very minimal response by the united states doing zero damage other than some buildings that mean nothing to them. Our guys are getting injured, some severely, I've heard. Mm-hmm. There isn't, that I know of, I don't know of any injuries or casualties on the Iranian side or Syrian, no. whoever they're proxying this, uh, these strikes out to. They're all magically uh, unoccupied warehouses and buildings. But yeah. yeah. All the while, while all of this is going on, Hamas gets those several days in a row to regroup, resupply. Yeah. 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 And I'll tell you, with our military getting attacked like that at the exact same time that deal is going on with hostage exchange, to me, and I know to a lot of you out there, these guys, uh, the ones who are attacking our boys and, and and girls in the Middle East, they're undoubtedly emboldened by, once again, the weakest president that this country has ever seen, probably since Carter, which is probably the main you know one of the many reasons for biden's plummeting freaking poll numbers oh yeah you know i don't i don't know if you saw that that it was pretty much today i was i was seeing that and and currently trump sits at 50 percent on the national polls to biden's 46 percent right nationally mm-hmm. okay with swing states moving further and further away from biden trump currently trumps in practically every poll available in the country right now, with nearly all demographics running as fast as they can away from Biden, because I'll tell you, dude, uh, we talk about it all the time. They want you, or the, they try to convince you that you're stupid, but right. Americans are not stupid. They can see for themselves what's going on. You've got the black demographic, the Hispanic demographic, women, all of those leaving in droves. For the, and I think uh, there was even higher numbers. For those uh, for Trump, for the first time in voters under the age of 35. That's true. I heard that today. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, these are great things for Trump. Come on over the water's fine. (laughs) These are great things for Trump, but this dude hasn't even finished a term yet. Yeah. And he has hemorrhaged his support base out. Oh, yeah. 
You know what I mean? On multiple and, and, levels, yeah. And never mind at the at the cost of gutting our, our military, their capabilities. You got recruiting that's down the tubes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can't. They we had to can't get the rock in. On, we had to get the rock in Capitol Hill to figure <laughs> yeah. out how we're going to boost army numbers. Oh yeah, that makes me want to sign up again, staring at the rock. <laughs> oh no, man. Wait a minute. Let, I, let me raise that eyebrow. What about now? <laughs> <laughs> can you smell what the recruiters have been cooking? The only thing higher than my eyebrow is the uh, inflation rate. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, they've the huge recruiting problems. Right. Um, it's it was I'm going to try to do this. I didn't I didn't have it anything written down for this, but they let go thousands and thousands. They forced them out for not taking the COVID vaccine. Right. Okay. When they did that, they either knowingly or unknowingly shot themselves in the foot because no one is taking their place. No one is lining up at the recruiting offices of any branch to come up with the numbers they need to have a sustainable fighting force between all the branches. They're very right. hopeful, though, that the ones they kicked out are going to come back. Well, they sent them letters. <laughs> yes, they're They bleeding. sent them letters, yeah, and, and, and rightfully so. A lot of them are just giving them the middle finger, going, no, I'm not going in. Yeah. No one wants to go back in, right? First of all, there's a lot of them are still waiting on their pay. You know, their pay has been held right. up. And it's like their 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 final type pay, you know, from when they were in. That hasn't happened. Now they're trying to bait these guys to come back in and girls. And look, no one wants to be a part of this woke military bullshit that's going on. No, they just don't. And I don't blame them. I saw the writing on the wall. Thank God I got the hell out when I did. Man, oh man. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, well, I mean, the there is a little bit of good news. Well, I'd be glad and, to hear that. <laughs> in the midst of the Israeli-Hamas conflict, mm-hmm. rampant inflation, wide open borders, all of the stuff you just mentioned. Wide open borders. Huge, huge, wide open. Fox News was able to grace us today with a little bit on of tidbit on the newly crowned King of England, King Charles. Hmm. Yes, and I was, I was so thankful that I got to hear this information today about some of his royal routines. My favorite one, my favorite one of them all, was his nightly routine, where he has he gets somebody to squeeze out exactly one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush for his nightly brushing. And he's only got like three teeth, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's that, but I, I don't know. It was just it was very insp- it was it was inspiring. It was very it was so inspiring that like a, a little ditty came to mind. I play a little guitar, sing a little bit, you know. This little ditty came to mind, and some tune I heard somewhere. I don't know, but the whole time I'm just thinking to myself. You want to hear it? I do want to hear it. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. <laughs> you brush your chiclets with U.S. measurements. Never forget we whooped that ass. <laughs> U.S. measurements, people. Not in centimeters. He did it in inches. One inch of toothpaste. So even the king knows, right? Is there, does, it, does everybody agree with me out there? Oh, oh, come on. No, there's no need for that. Thank, thank you, guys. Oh, stop it. Stop it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. 
Wow. Thank you, Fox News, for, for yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cause there's nothing else going on. Yes. That we we don't <laughs> we we don't need to be informed of. Right. Um, I thought I, and again, like I always say, we whooped that ass during the revolution. We did it again in eighteen twelve. So we don't have to hear or give a damn right? about what the king or but the But it does make you did. wonder what else those servants are forced to do. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> Golly. What? Come hither. <laughs> Diaper uh, lady. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. yeah. So, sleep good tonight, kids. And, and if you didn't, I don't know, maybe you can catch it on, on a Fox Rewind or something if you're interested in the King's nightly routine. <laughs> anyway. What else is going on? Oh, man. <clears throat> I don't have a topper for that. Um... <laughs> But I will tell you <laughs> that was just crazy. Um, King Charles, huh? Yeah, U.S. measurements. That's the part that stuck out. That is the part that stuck out. Yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. You know where it's at. <clears throat> All right. So you remember Derek? Sh- is it Chauvin? We're, Chauvin. Look, yeah. we're from oh, yeah, we're yeah. from South Louisiana. We're Cajuns. We say Chauvin. We're gonna call him Chauvin. Yeah, man, he's a little Chauvin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Derek Chauvin. Um, he was the cop, if you remember, that was convicted of the murder of George Floyd, who was the patron saint of fentanyl. So the the other day he got stabbed in federal prison, right? I heard that, yeah. Um, and he's supposed to be in serious condition. The thing about this, it, it, he's been in prison for a good while now. Mm-hmm. It was only recently that Chauvin's attorney requested an appeal for his case after the autopsy report from Floyd right. revealed three years later for some reason that Floyd died of fentanyl or drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Uh, with And it literally said, with no signs of any asphyxiation or any internal... Or external injury. So, for whatever reason, the U.S. Supreme Court denied the appeal. Now, a few weeks later, he gets stabbed and, and, and taken out. Should you I can, put the tinfoil hat on? or? Well, I mean, absolutely. Awfully weird, ain't it? Well, it is, you know. So, it, it, of course, probably a ton of things come to mind. But, look, somebody is afraid that he's going to get his case turned over and... Write a book, speak freely. Write a book, possibly, or they're going to have to paint over that hideous freaking mural of, of Floyd, you know, uh, yeah. on the street corner. Make Nancy Pelosi look like an idiot for what she said. Do you remember what she said on the topic? Yeah. She's like, thank you, George Floyd, for for sacrificing your life for justice. Oh he didn't God. sacrifice his life for justice, you old hag. Like, come on. Yeah, it's 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 awful damn fishy, that's for sure. It is. The whole thing, I mean, it, it it just it just proves that justice is no longer, I mean, it, well, we, we already have many, many cases of it, but just another example how justice isn't blind. Right. A true autopsy report comes out, that man is still in prison, nothing is being done. Well, and what they're saying is that the Supreme Court said, no, we're not going to uh, appeal this or allow this appeal to go through because he he admitted guilt you know that was a, that is what i heard is right. that because he he admitted those are the uh, federal that, charges he, yes yeah, yeah but to me i'm like look if if 
if you're on trial and you've got experts saying this guy died because someone kneeled on his neck, so who's the only someone who knelt on his neck? And Chauvin's there going, well, hell, I guess I did it. Well, yeah, because you're, you're the, the, yeah, the fake that, autopsy is shown as evidence. And right. he, he's, okay, well, I guess I'm guilty of it. But if that changes and you have a legal sign by the coroner autopsy saying that he died of, of, of a drug overdose rather than any kind of, uh, of asphyxiation due to someone kneeling on his neck or any other place, right? then to me that, that should at least warrant a, an investigation. And I think, or, in, or, or explore the idea of an appeal, right? Or, or maybe another trial ba- based on this new evidence. Come on, a guy's life's on the line here. Well, yeah, and I think know? in any other circumstance, that's exactly what would have happened. However, you know exactly what would happen if it was overturned. Minneapolis or uh, Portland, New York, yeah. all these places that burned before are going to burn all over again, and you know it. Yeah. And they're they're, and they're scared, yeah, they're scared shitless of, of yeah of uh, uh, being anti woke. That's right. That's, That's right. All it is. And I'll tell you though, this everything that you said is a hundred percent on point. But another thing this does is it it sheds a little light because it's one more shit feather in the cap of the federal prison system. Right. You know, if you look at some of the crazy stuff going on in the federal prison system. They got issues, man. You got what? Epstein's suicide, right? Yeah. Where, where uh, and I'm totally finger quoting here on suicide. You remember Larry Nassar? He was the uh, U.S. gymnastics doctor convicted of sexual assault. Yeah. For the U.S. gymnastics team, females. Mm-hmm. He was stabbed in prison. The Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, he committed suicide under the right under their noses. Right. I don't know. And then recently, I mean, you had a. a a Tucson uh, inmate, a federal prison over in Tucson, inmate pulls a weapon out, a gun, in the middle of visitation hours, threatens a visitor, even pulls the trigger, but the damn gun misfires. Right. You know? So they have to wrestle it away from the guy. And I'm like, how in the hell is this inmate getting a weapon in the federal prison system like this, you know? Never mind the sexual abuse and other crimes by by the staff that goes on and on every day. And also, to make you smile even more, they get $8 billion uh, every year of your taxpayers' uh, mm-hmm. you know, funding. So. Oh, yeah. Well, if it's government-run, you, you know how it's going to yep. turn out. Absolutely. Anything with the government. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Speaking of the government running things, um, mm. ruining things. <laughs> <laughs> Left out. Uh, did you hear about Biden invoking wartime powers yeah. to promote electric appliances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, we're... What's that about? We're talking about the Defense Production Act. Right. It's been around since 1950, and it's been used plenty of times. I mean, hell, in emergency situations, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even uh, the Trump, President Trump used it during the COVID crisis to, you know, get, like, GM to, to make more ventilators, things like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, whether... <clears throat> I mean, it, we whether it was the pandemic or not, it was used for, it's supposed <laughs> to be used for emergency purposes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. It just goes to show you how much they are trampling on that Constitution. Any way they can, where executive can make a law, the judiciary can make a law, they're going to do it. Yeah. So he is using it 
to promote I don't know, over over a hundred million dollars. I think it's like one hundred twenty twenty nine million dollars to companies to promote electric heaters, uh, electric stoves, all the stuff they said they weren't going to do. We had all that pushback. Right. Yeah, yeah. That that's what they're that's what they're up to now. And there's just you know, and, and the whole now you might be asking yourselves, how the hell does this you know uh, defense act uh, in a in a in a national emergency situation? Okay. Climate. The climate emergency. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> nuts. Now I heard that for all you libs out there. I, I was listening to that and driving my big gas guzzling V8 Ram, mm-hmm. spitting out all those carbons into <laughs> the environment. That's because. okay because they were on jets flying to the uh, latest climate convention. Oh, I, I'm John Kerry, and I, I have a plan about that too. Smell my chemtrail <laughs> and fear me. Exactly. Yeah. It's total nonsense. It is nonsense. And uh, look, this is no... Uh, okay, and speaking of that, what you just said right there about the gas stove thing, did you see the uh, the photo of uh, of your vice president with her husband? I posing? heard about it. Yeah. For Thanksgiving or something? Yeah, Thanksgiving, posing with her freaking spread, and right behind him was her gigantic gas stove, <laughs> you know? So once again, people out there, it's rules for thee and not me. That is, you hear that a lot, but it's the absolute truth. That's what's going on. None of the rules that they impose on you or me will be followed by them. That's why, and I made it as a joke with sniffing chemtrails, but it's a God's honest truth. They want to cut down on what you can do in your personal life. They want you to cut down on air travel. They want you to not have a gas stove. They want you to not heat your home with gas. While they will be doing every single one of those things, absolutely without a doubt. And uh, as far as invoking uh, the wartime act thing, look, look how they treat uh, FISA. You know, utilizing FISA, which is meant to as a as a means to monitor uh, foreign enemies mm-hmm. that are within the United States, and they used it to spy on the Trump campaign. You exactly. know, and 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 still have not answered. Uh, on the justification of that. Absolutely not. I don't know. Um, not when you got, you know. A bunch of loose cannons. And look, the numbers reflect the, the those poll numbers. For anybody out there who thinks that, oh, God, they're just, you know, these these numbers are skewed. You know, they're, they're skewed to, to make Trump look good. Look, Trump hasn't even been to a single debate. One of these was a CNN poll. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. At least one. And and they turn around and downplayed their own damn poll right after. <laughs> right. You know, freaking idiots. But um, I mean, it's the God's honest truth. They, they the the polls are, for anybody who's saying that it's 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 skewed to make Trump look good and and Biden look bad. There are multiple polls, oh, multiple, yeah. Oh, yeah. all out there from mostly liberal. Leaning, yeah, they're the ones that are taking them all the time. Yeah, you know, hell, look at Axelrod begging Biden to step down and put someone else in there. (laughs) I mean, you know, they see the writing on the wall, man. They know what's going to happen. And and look, and here's the thing: this election last year, I don't give a damn. I've said it on here before. I'll say it again. It was stolen like a freaking loaf of bread in Afghanistan. Aladdin did it exactly. It's there. I, I will never believe otherwise. Right. So when you consider that, you have to you have to consider the possibility that they're going to do that again, or at least try. But what makes it a little more difficult for them to do is is the performance of one Joe Biden, right? The 
the absolutely lackluster, not knowing where you're at, walking around on stage with nothing but that portion of the bald head showing, you know, um, confused, meandering around. You know what I'm saying? It's and, oh, yeah. and all of this is what you see before you on full display, and it is uh, it is making it harder, God willing. For them to pull the wool over the American people's eyes again in 2024. Yeah, that that mixed up with you know finally these these states getting their acts together like 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 Michigan and so on in Pennsylvania, yeah. where you had these illegal uh, um, states uh, uh, judiciary systems ruling on you know uh, the the mail-in ballot situation right. when it should have been the legislators they like according to their state's constitution the legislators of that state. Right. Are supposed and did they decided how each state's election should run, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was all part of the big plan, all part of the the the, the biggest massive uh, voter fraud in, in American history, according to what Biden said, <laughs> and he was right, and and that's the type of things that they did. So luckily, right. you know, so that what you said with his just moronic self, mixed in with uh, them cleaning up a lot of these states, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be pretty darn tough to pull the same gag twice. Well, God willing, and uh, I hope all of the same people monitoring those drop boxes, everything, I hope, in other words, if it's attempted, I hope Dinesh makes another video like 2,000 yeah, years again. Yeah. And I don't care what people say, that showed blatant uh, ballot stuffing, delivering of freaking uh, bags and bags of, uh, of ballots in the wee hours when yeah. pipes were supposed to be burst and mm-hmm. and everybody had to run home except for the people making midnight runs of ballots, you know, and Liz people Cheney sticking them under the... that footage. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have it all, Liz. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And they're, lo- they're, they're just... It's, it's absolute meltdown. I it mean, that, to be a fly on the wall at MSNBC, at the White House, at... CNN. I mean, I mean, all all these nut jobs to be a fly on the wall and see them melting down. Did you see like? Did you hear that thing of the, on Cup of Joe? That moron. That 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 host. I yeah. I, I mean, just ca- I'm freaking out to the point where you know, one day Trump's a Nazi, the next day he's a dictator. The day after that. We love Nazis because of uh, you know we we want to we want them to we kill all the Jews. Palestine, yeah, we yeah. want to support the Hamas. They don't know that they're, they're so absolutely insane. Right. Yeah, I've never. I know, man. It's... Oh my God. So yeah, they're eating themselves alive. They're calling Trump a uh, you know oh he's gonna if he gets back in he's gonna he's gonna arrest these people his political prisoners he's gonna he's gonna put them in a gulag and he's gonna execute them and. Uh, I know. It's almost like they're afraid that they'll be treated like J6ers who haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking yeah, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Bidenomics, right? We've... <laughs> Speaking of, of, of... Two plus two is potato. <laughs> Speaking of this ongoing... Uh, just brilliance. <laughs> brilliance of the funhouse. Right. Um... Bidenomics, you know, how many times have you had that term thrown around in the old face? You know, uh, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah, he went on a, a national tour gonna, with it. We're going to build back better, and we're going to institute Bidenomics, and everything's going to be great. We're going to turn this economy around. 
<laughs> right. Come on, man. Yeah, so it was, in other words, it was touted as this wonderful term, you know, that was going to, it was going to define this economy that is booming, that is, uh, oh God, COVID's now over, everything's opened up, and my policies, as as in Biden, are going to just freaking take us to the next level. Well, today, Bidenomics is now a negative word among the Dems. They're not allowed, or I won't say they're not allowed, but it is being frowned upon to be used. This is being leaked out of pretty much every uh, portion of his administration. The ancient one himself is uh, is being um, uh, coached to not to, to stray away from that word. Is that right? Now, <laughs> as we said, it was supposed to be this great title, right, to celebrate the amazing economy. Listen, the economy sucks. Everyone knows it. 78% of Americans believe it sucks. And the Dems, as they try to move away from, from that word, that term that they themselves made up, that just means that they've exhausted all of their efforts to convince you once again that you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, they try even with Kamala. They, they tried it with talking about the... You know, Thanksgiving spending this year. Did you hear mm-hmm. about that? Oh, that's that's no. it's down a certain amount of percentage than than last year. <laughs> oh man, every, everything's you know. See, it's 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 going it's going in the positive. What they fail to mention, and what anybody can look up themselves, is that a Thanksgiving under the Trump administration, before the Biden administration, it was twenty everything every everything that you put on your Thanksgiving on your table for Thanksgiving was twenty five percent lower. That's right. And now they're bragging about a 7 or 8%. It's because they <laughs> so, had to spend yeah, more. Yeah, so it's, it's still so much more horrible than what it was, but yet that's a it's a pat on the back, much like the whole uh, uh, hostage release. And, oh, man, we're, we're, so, we're so great at foreign diplomacy. Oh, God. Man. Yeah. Uh, these people, um, they've ruined lives. They continue to ruin lives. People's uh, savings wiped out your average American struggling and what what used to be a really great paying job you might have had like oh man maybe I make 50 even 60,000 a year you know a few years ago under Trump for example that was a great annual income to have absolutely you know these days it doesn't it, it does not get you far look there are just two of us in our house and I went to the store the other day and we weren't, as you know, because we all spent Thanksgiving together. We didn't purchase for the entire dinner. Everybody was bringing a little something. Right. right. So we go to the store, get a few things from for our house, and then just for a couple enough for a couple of side dishes to bring to the family celebration. Dude, we walked out of there with a a, a four hundred dollar plus grocery bill. Golly. That's unbelievable, you know, and and I just, I, I don't know. I've never in my life seen that. And look, I've struggled when I was a young airman in the military. I know what tough times are, man. <laughs> and uh, I've seen some crazy grocery bills, but geez, that's when we had two babies. Yeah. And, uh, and us, and, and I, I thought I knew what a high grocery bill was. But man, these days, it's just ridiculous. So, I don't know. I feel for y'all out there. But just try to hang in there. Um, 
I'll just say, I know it's wintertime, but be planting that garden. You know, get you some chickens. Uh, plan that garden. Grow some things to offset some cost. Get out there with Mother Earth. It'll do your world a good, and it'll put food in your pantry, I'm telling you. Learn to can. Learn to jar. Um, preserve. That's where it's going to be at. I mean, and not saying that's what it's coming to. Oh, God, you know. But it's just good to know how to do it's good to be able to go to your own cabinet, pull out a jar of green beans or corn or whatever that you yourself have grown. Absolutely. So, anyway, I think that's that's pretty much all I got, man. Um, you got anything to close this thing out, Charlie? Well, real quick, I'd like to to give a big uh, shout out and congrats to uh, to Maryland and Oregon. Um, they both had state judges that have ruled. Uh, um, against unconstitutional Second oh, Amendment yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, laws that that were going, on. it's kind of crazy. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, we're we're talking about Oregon here for one of them. <laughs> this was actually basically a, a, a majority voters yeah. passed this gun legislation, <laughs> but it's <laughs> I'm sure the majority are in places like Portland and other you know crazy liberal areas. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Uh, yeah. So, uh, anyways, yeah, these judges took a look at that and were like, nope, that's unconstitutional. So, uh, I think we're, you know, Oregon especially, I think they, you know, of course, background check, but you had to have, you had to have special training in order to, uh, to own, uh, you know, like concealed carry and whatnot. Right, and right. All, all that stuff was, was thrown out. So, um, hey, that's good news for the Second Amendment. It's good news for America. Very good news and, <clears throat> and uh, good, good news to us seeing it come from such a blue area. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. So, and the only, the only other thing I got is some of you out there may already know this, but we are rapidly approaching uh, a very momentous um, uh, 250-year anniversary now, and uh, that is the Boston Tea Party. It's coming up, and well, by the time you guys hear this. Uh, the actual actually the the first uh, important date of of this series of events that took place would be on November 28th it's when the the first ship carrying that newly taxed tea entered Boston Harbor so uh just to give a little background if anybody cares to hear it <laughs> 342 chests of tea belonging to the British East India Company were thrown from ships into Boston Harbor by patriots disguised as Mohawk Indians. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were protesting at the tax, which was taxation without representation, all of which this long list of, of, of taxes and tariffs to try to pay for, you know, uh, England's wars, ridiculous, yeah. yeah, Seven Years' War and all that stuff. Um, well, the Townsend Act passed Parliament in 1767, imposing a lot of duties. Uh, on the British colonies, America, um, and it created such huge protests and non-compliance they had to repeal it, but they, they ended up keeping the Tea Act. Uh, in 1773, that was passed. And uh, But aside from paying for these ridiculous wars, it also was helping out East India Trading Company by basically allowing them to be a monopoly. Mm-hmm. And, of course... The uh, the colonies were going to have to to foot that bill. That didn't sit well with uh, with the colonists and and the uh, the Sons of Liberty. So uh, 
perception of the monopoly drove uh, basically conservative colonial merchants into an alliance. And, of course, back in those days, the so-called radicals led by Sam Adams and uh, Paul, Paul Revere, uh, the Sons of Liberty. Right. Um, but not only there, it was also New York, Philadelphia, even Charleston. They all, they all had their, their, own, uh, um, their own uprisings. Uh, tea agents resigned or canceled orders because of it. Uh, but <clears throat> Boston, it was a little tougher because of Thomas Hutchinson, uh, the uh, yeah. royal governor there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was he, he was kind of tough, tough cookie there for him. So uh, these three arriving ships, the Dartmouth, the Eleanor, and the Beaver, uh, he was going to allow them to go ahead and bring that tea in. Uh, it, it did, now, mind you, this is just just like the War of Independence. This was after pleading with, with the government, both uh, colonial and with the, the king and parliament, but of course to no avail. So. Yeah, and uh, uh, after the, the third ship had docked, it now brings you to December 16, 1773. took about 60 men to do it, but they snuck onto the wharf, onto those ships, and dumped all that tea, of course, in what would be the Boston Tea Party. Party, excuse me. Of course, in retaliation, Parliament passed what was known as the Intolerable Acts and uh, shut off uh, uh, the city's sea trade, uh, lots, of, lots of harsh treatment. They put a new governor in there. Uh, it, it, it actually, things got a lot worse before they got better. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that only obviously helped to drift the colonies into what would be the War of Independence. So yep, anyways, it, it is. It's a, it's a huge, huge thing. Um, and, it's, and it's coming up, you know, uh, even, even the, the first... I mean, basically, it's a. Here's what I want y'all to think about. In closing, it's a. It's just. It's amazing to think that around this time, on this very day, the men of the Sons of Liberty looking out into the waters of Boston Harbor, waiting for the signs of the first ship carrying that tea to arrive, and no doubt their hearts were filled with with anger of taxation without representation, but also determination, bravery. And uh, in those coming weeks, those men, along with dozens of other brave patriots, would conduct one of the greatest acts of protest in the history of this country. And like we talked about, Britain would fire back, uh, the, the new governor more ruthless than the last, and of course they'd hand down the intolerable acts. Uh, but of course history tells us that only further embolden the patriots and strengthen the cause as our would-be nation inched closer to revolution. So anyway, my fellow patriots out there, I ask you to reflect on this upcoming anniversary. You know, and of course we give thanks and we honor the brave founders and patriots that made their stance against tyranny. But I also ask you, what would it take? What would it take for any of you to reach the same boiling point that reached the Sons of Liberty and the rest of our Founding Fathers? What would it take you to label a tyrannical event in today's time, maybe as your Lexington Concord moment? What about our Lexington Concord moment as a country in modern time? What would it take? What has to happen? What liberties are left that you're willing to to give up before you say that's enough? Or what liberties uh, to take from your children and their grandchildren, maybe? What would it take? 
If you think I'm trying to plant little seeds of freedom inside your mind for you to ponder on, then you would be correct. I only hope those freedom seeds will germinate and grow. Grow tall, strong, and unwavering into a deep-rooted tree of liberty that even Thomas Jefferson himself would be proud to gaze upon. That's about all I got. You guys stay warm out there. Stay frosty at the same time. And what you got, Ammo Dog? Oh, nothing. That's that's a hard one to follow, and I'm not even going to try. Outstanding commentary. Oh, um, very true. Very thought-provoking. Just proud to be an American every day. Amen, bro. But when we cross these anniversaries, whether it be Boston Tea Party, the Boston Massacre, mm-hmm. uh, shot heard around the world, yeah, I don't know. It's just I think we just need to keep in mind where we came from, because in the scheme of things, it wasn't really that long ago, guys. No. For all our faults, all of our sins along the way. We're still the greatest nation in the entire existence of this planet. And I, for one, am absolutely proud to be an American. I will will die being a proud American. And uh, God bless us. And God bless the United States of America. Amen. You guys take care. Um, We will see you next week. Yeah. Right? And Good times. uh, Absolutely. Still trying to work on some guests, speakers, and we're not going to stop. We had real, just a real good time with our, our good friend, Brian. And uh, so we're going to keep this, this ball rolling. But uh, anyway, you guys take care. Thank you very much, Charlie, for that. Oh, it's my um, pleasure. I'm so glad you're my brother. I'm glad I'm your brother, too, because I'm hungry, and you're going to give me a snack. That's right. Let's, let's go have some coffee. You guys take care. Love you, America. Bye.